With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we are glad to have you read, though, with today's top stories. What do we got going on this morning? Well, once again, we're talking about a GOP debate coming up on January 10th. This is going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, ahead of the caucuses. And once again... Former President Trump is not going to bother with that. Instead, Fox News plans to host a town hall with former President Trump, which will air at the same time as CNN's GOP primary debate. It's part of that ongoing pattern where Trump is kind of opting for counter-programming instead of participating in the traditional debates. Uh, This Fox News town hall will air from 9 to 10 p.m. on January 10th and will be co-moderated by Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. So once again, uh, Donald Trump... It, and so the, the two people on the uh, the debate, by the way, will be um, Governor DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, so we can watch them battle it out for second place. I would have liked to have seen Trump take part in this debate because I think that would be interesting. Trump, DeSantis, and Haley all on the same stage just DeSantis and Haley. I got to be honest with you. I don't care. I've seen enough debates. Uh, yeah, it's going to be boring. At this point, it's going to be it's going to be boring. Um, I think Trump. I understand politically why he's not doing it. I think he should have done this one. Uh, this one with just those two. Now that the field has been whittled down to just DeSantis and Haley, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he is, I don't know. He didn't qualify. Well, he's, he's boycotting the CNN debate, uh, for various reasons. Oh. Uh, but the bottom line is <laughs> he didn't qualify. Yeah. He didn't qualify. <laughs> so he's boycotting. Yeah, he wasn't going to be up there anyway. Now there was a really interesting exchange that took place between Vivek Ramaswamy and an Iowa voter. He was campaigning in Iowa and this voter I think offered him a compliment. Take a listen to this. Oh, there, there. Yeah, I mean, and she's uh, she's going to be a legendary first lady for this country. She would be here, but she's seeing patients via telehealth. But she'll be set a good example for children in this country. Yeah, spread the message in this community. That's your one. That's right. You've you've seen her. Yeah, simple elegance. Thank you. Thank you. you. She doesn't have a. She doesn't make a big production out of it. She doesn't have an ass. Six and axe handles wide either. No, no. She does her. She does her job exactly. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Now, if if you missed what he said there, that voter, uh, he said, "Simple elegance." That's your wife talking about Ramaswamy's wife, and he said. She doesn't have an ass six axe handles wide either. That's what I thought I heard. She doesn't have an ass six and axe handles wide either. No. <laughs> and Ramaswamy just he just plays along with it. Yeah, she she does her job. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah. Those okay. are some of those voter interactions you get in Iowa. <laughs> so comp I it's a it's a compliment. Um what was it again? Her ass her, isn't what wide? It's not six. Six and X handles wide either. No, X handles, handles wide. Yeah. yeah, so. I did not know that was a so, unit of measuring. Well, in Iowa, it is. An X handle is about <laughs> yay big, so. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he was angel. Got nice ass. Uh, <laughs> not go too far down that street. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? All right, Christian Ziegler is back in the news. What we've got going on here now is Sarasota police are investigating new possible accusations against him regarding video voyeurism. This has to do with the same sexual encounter involving the same woman that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. And apparently, I believe we heard this a couple of weeks ago that he actually videotaped this encounter. And recently, even he and his attorneys showed it to police officers. Right. They thought that that video could help exonerate him from the rape allegation. It could. It could. It could show that the sex was consensual, but apparently what I'm hearing is that it may also open up other legal issues, possibly even cyber-stalking, depending on whether or not he sent it to the woman and under what circumstances he did. So, mm, there you go. And in the meantime, we're still waiting. January 8th, the Republican Party will meet up in Tallahassee to determine whether or not to basically fire Ziegler from his position as GOP yeah, chairman. They already dropped his salary to like a dollar. Yeah, and he thought he was going to take $2 million to walk away. That's yeah. what he wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted some kind of sweetheart deal to, to <laughs> step down. Nope, nope, they dropped his salary to a dollar, and now they're going to kick him out. I mean, the, I have not seen one person, one prominent uh, official at the state level, national, anybody come forward and back christian Ziegler. he has nobody no allies uh his wife they tried to get rid of her up the sarasota school board um and you've had moms for liberty backing away from her as well uh they're just they're okay and when you handle it like this so when you've got everybody, including Governor DeSantis, saying that you need to step aside because you're a distraction, you know, you just can't have this uh, in an election year, the head of the state party going through this. Um, it, it's it's separate from whether or not he's innocent in a court of law. This is just about, you know, the job that he has. Um, when you have people pushing you to step aside like that and you don't do it, you play it out like this. Uh, that's going to impact you. Let's say he does get exonerated of all of this and wants to get back in Republican Party politics down the road. Yeah, they're going to remember it. Oh, they're going to remember it big time. So uh, Florida lawmakers also have been talking about social media and uh, dangers for kids and uh, things that they are now requiring platforms to uh, to do that would disclose practices that could harm kids. This is this is legislation that is coming up in the session, which begins on the ninth. Uh, basically, the bill requires platforms to verify a user's age, uh, moderate adult interactions with kids, develop strategies. Uh, prevent exposure to inappropriate content and, and allows parents uh, to set various boundaries. So uh, this is this is something that, that, again, I think we've been talking about for some time is how the legislature is going to deal with social media, what fashion they're going to do it. And this is kind of what we're seeing right now is this bill that's uh, that's coming up. There are both there are bills in both the House and the Senate at this point. And you've got uh, states all across the country that are trying to figure this out. You've got some states uh, that are suing the a social lot of media states, companies. Yeah, yeah. Lot, most states, I think, are on this lawsuit. Right. Because, uh, I mean, it's clear and obvious uh, that 
social media companies, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook owns uh, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok. TikTok's a whole different animal. Uh, there are all kinds of issues there. Um, but it's clear these social media companies, they, they have not done what's needed to be done, what they are able to do to protect kids i mean how many reports have we had where they knew the dangers and they just kind of brushed it aside right and then we have our facebook page that gets flagged and basically like well crushed because i posted you posted sexually inappropriate content no but it really wasn't though oh what did you do it was it was (laughs) a florida man in a speedo with a balloon like in like a hot air balloon yeah, yeah. during that Chinese spy balloon thing. Oh, and, yeah. And whatever okay. Facebook uses to kind of, I guess, scan content, it picked it up as sexually explicit nudity. I mean, that <laughs> they is... accused us of all kinds of outrageous stuff. <laughs> it's like they and listen then, to the show. And then you can't fight it. You can't talk to someone. No. You can't ask for a, a human being to look at the picture. They just say, nope, sorry. And our, our reach is still squashed. Yeah, and I think I think it's, it's more than just the algorithm, you know, picking up the image and not getting it right. I think uh, this is a systematic effort on the part of Facebook uh, to... Uh, to silence us, to <laughs> not allow us to get our message, we've been our opinions out. Yes, we've been censored by social media. And it's obviously clear, I think, that social media, various platforms are going to be dragged kicking and screaming yeah. into making sure that things are safe for kids online. Right. So. Um, that that being said, uh, follow us on Facebook at Ryan Gorman Show. <laughs> yes. But you have Absolutely. to keep going to the page to <laughs> see the content. Yeah, it won't pop up in your feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can follow us on Instagram and uh, TikTok. Uh, they we're don't doing want all right us on TikTok, TikTok, are we? Yeah, yeah we're doing yeah. all right on TikTok. So the yep. Chinese algorithm, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's favorable to us <laughs> wow. so far, anyway. <laughs> what does that say? Uh, <laughs> Ryan Gorman shows where you can follow us there. Reed Shepard with today's Top right, Stories. Talk Reed. to you later. Thanks so much. Reed, what do we got going on today? All right, we're well, our big story right now, Ryan. Ray shortstop Wander Franco will be in court in the Dominican Republic today. This is a preliminary hearing. He, of course, is facing accusations of having an inappropriate relationship with a minor. Now, again, we understand today's session is a preliminary hearing, and it looks like prosecutors will ask that Franco remain in custody until the investigation is complete. Now, one other note that came out here a a day or so ago, and I I find this very interesting, is that the mother of the minor that Franco is accused of having a relationship with is also said to be in police custody. Mm. But, however, uh, we do not know what those charges uh, are at this point. The hell is going on down there? I, I tell you what, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, he was uh, he was a no-show for a couple of days uh, and when prosecutors wanted to talk to him. Finally showed up on Monday for and then a three-hour interview with the prosecutors with a new uh, legal team and uh, was immediately arrested. So uh, it's, it's hard to say. Now, of course, he was placed on administrative leave back in August under Major League Baseball's domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy. Uh, no comment from the Rays. Don't expect that there will be any yeah. until such time as the investigation is complete, that the case is you know, disposed of in one fashion or another. Uh, but as we've been saying you know, for, for months now, Ryan, yeah. this case just does not look good no. against Wander Franco, and you have to wonder whether he will ever uh, play Major League Baseball again. 
not to say anything about playing ball with the Rays. Right, right. It, that development with the mother. Of, I know. I saw that and I had to read it a couple big. of times. I was like, am I reading this right? That yeah. the girl's mother is in police custody now and she's somehow involved? Right. Really strange. Yeah. yeah. We just don't know why at this point. We don't know why. All right. What else we have? Uh, now, this is a case uh, that goes back more than 10 years over in the Orlando area. Uh, a woman by the name of Sandra Lemire went missing in May of 2012. Now, this was after a date with a man that she met online. And for almost 12 years, her disappearance remained a mystery. Mm-hmm. Now, you've heard of this group called Sunshine State Sonar. We, yes. had, we actually had them in and we talked to them. Yes. A wonderful group of people, a volunteer group out of St. Pete. They got some new information recently from orlando police about the location of her last cell phone tower and after searching 63 bodies of water over the past year and a half they went into a retention pond not far from disney world found her minivan human remains inside and now fdle is in the midst of doing the formal um identification at this point but it does appear that uh, this case has been brought to a close. So a tragic ending, but that's some closure for the family. Right. And I'm pretty sure I had read about this case before. And since she was out on a date, they kind of assumed at first that it might have been the guy that she was on the date with that, yeah. that did something to her. And, and then they cleared him and everything. But it's still been a mystery about what happened. So, yeah, definitely good to have closure for the family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, as far as the what happened part, again, that's something we don't know right. either. Uh, but you're right. Uh, the the guy that she was on the date with has been cleared. I don't think they're they're not looking at this as a as a homicide uh, in any way, shape, or form. I don't uh, imagine. But again, you got to give props to this oh, outfit. Yeah, Sunshine State yeah, Sonar, and they've found this is th- what they do. Yeah, and this is. I'm pretty sure that since I've been working on this show, this is the third case that they have solved. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just go around and they search these bodies of water, and they end up finding vehicles with people in them. Former President Trump has appealed the landmark ruling in Maine that disqualified him from the state's 2024 presidential ballot. Uh, they are accusing Maine Secretary of State Shenna Bellows of bias and are urging the court to vacate her ruling, which was based on the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause, which was tied to the January 6th Capitol riot. Trump is also expected to appeal the similar ruling in Colorado that barred him from the ballot in that state, again, because of the insurrection clause in the 14th Amendment. Yeah, I was on vacation when all of this was breaking, and I was glad to be on vacation when all of this <laughs> was breaking, because what the hell is going on? I mean, this is outrageous. The Colorado Supreme Court case, that's problematic in and of itself, and I don't think it's going to stand. Trump's going to end up on the ballot in Colorado. He's not going to win Colorado, but he's going to be on the ballot in Colorado. But... In Maine, this is even more egregious where you have a state official who thinks she could just take someone off the ballot who's running for president. That's uh, well, one insane. thing. Yeah, one thing we brought up here a couple of weeks ago while you were on vacation is the fact that under the 14th Amendment, there is no clear definition uh, of what insurrection is or of what behavior constitutes insurrection. So I'm wondering. And we, we remember, Dana, we were talking about this here. We I, we don't know if the court is actually going to be asked to come up with some kind of an overwhelming uh, definition of what insurrection yeah. is. And, I you know, whether or not they're going to do that, I, I don't know. The Supreme Court's going to find the easiest way to, you know, just kind of move on from this. And Trump's going to be on the ballot in Colorado. He's going to be on the ballot in Maine. It's just uh, these attempts to, you know 
keep them off the ballot. They're really it's ridiculous, really outrageous. So whether or not there are going to be any more challenges in other states, again, we have yet to see. Senator Bob Menendez, this is the uh, Democrat <laughs> from New Jersey. <laughs> this guy. Uh, this Gold guy. bar Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is facing new allegations. This is a new indictment accusing him of using his influence to help a friend secure a multi-million dollar deal in Qatar. Uh, now, of course, he's already charged with using influence to advance Egypt's interest. This new indictment claims Menendez and his wife accepted bribes, including gold bars mm-hmm. and cash from New Jersey real estate developer Fred Dabes. I think I'm pronouncing that right. In exchange for acts favoring Cutter's government, uh, the Qatari investor ultimately invested Tens of millions of dollars in his Dave's development project. That deal was finalized in 2023. Menendez's attorney is denying any wrongdoing at this point, saying prosecutors lack proof and the assumptions are baseless. Menendez has, it seems like, worked for every country but the United States during <laughs> right. his time as U.S. Senator. Yeah, he, he and his wife also got tickets to the Formula One Grand Prix race here in Florida <laughs> and uh, some fancy watches, a Mercedes. And another thing I thought was funny is that his daughter, Alicia Menendez, is a reporter on MSNBC and she was filling in primetime for the first time last night. Mm. And her last segment, she had to say, well, we've got some breaking news coming up next. Awkward. And then it was a different reporter that came on and reported the news about her father's bribery mm. Scandal. Yeah, daddy's in more trouble. I mean, I mean could, could you see her coming on the air and you're like, uh, my dad is in more trouble? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's still a senator and there haven't been louder calls. I mean, John Fetterman uh, has been out there calling for him to go, but you haven't heard that from a lot of others. And no. he should be out at this point. If you're going to kick George Santos out before his cases have concluded, then don't tell me it's about the criminal justice system playing out before right. you make a decision like that. Menendez, uh, and not only that, he's had uh, ethics and issues like this for decades now. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's no stranger to this kind of thing. Right, right. All right, Reed Shepard with today's top stories. Reed, thanks so much. Right, talk to you later. The Ryan Gorman Show, 5 to 9, every weekday morning on News Radio WFLA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.